Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 225, recorded live on Saturday, October 8th, 2011. Anyways. Random topic? Random topic. This is why our random topic recaps are, like, so short. Because we get to start talking about other stuff, and then... Okay, random topic, go. Um, is any of your K through 12 artwork still on display at your parents' house? If I, so, I forgot to write down the rest of it. Um, so if so, what? what? <laughs> I don't have any K through 12 art. What? I got rid of it all, personally. What? What? You got rid of your childhood art? Yes. Why? Because I hated it. What? However, I do have uh, stuff from post 12, which is to say like 12 plus one and a half. Uh, my photo stuff, some of that's still hanging in my parents. But you got rid of your older stuff? Yeah. I didn't have much of my older stuff. It was all garbage anyways. Well, um, I know of some of the stuff I did in elementary school with uh, clays and ceramics. It was a great one I did um, where I had to do, uh, I think it was like an animal theme or something like that. And so I did a whale, but I did a whale half submerged on the base. And so it had the big like whale front and it had a little tail. And then I put a little yellow bird on the top of the whale. I don't know why I put a little yellow bird on the top of the whale, but that's still at my parents' house. A bunch of my ceramics and stuff from 4-H is still at my parents' house. I know that's somewhere there. Yeah, we were uh, into 4-H when we were in school. And so I think a couple of my woodworking projects are still at my parents' house. I got my really nice um, bookshelf, though. That sucker was mine. My parents took it, but then I took it back. Nice. Yeah, no, I, I don't think I have any art from before college. I remember at some point I did a splatter painting in elementary school that was actually bought by CCX for like five bucks, which okay. when you're in elementary school, they're like, hey, it's like so much. But yeah. Yeah. OK. That one, I think my mom was actually pissed that I got rid of by selling. So, yeah. I might redo it at some point. I know I tried to redo something similar to it, but it was more complex and it was a little confusing. But it was very simple. It was a blue background, white splatter paint. It had an outline of a skier. So it looked like it was a skier was cross-country skiing through some sort of, like, snowstorm at night. So you could you could see him a little bit, but then not. It was really neat. I liked it. Man, I should have kept that one. But that's about it. I didn't really do any much art in high school. Yeah, I didn't either. All the art and stuff I did in high school was all graphics-based. So that was all TV I, stuff. I and photography after high school. I know Kate's actually got some of... Well, one of my things from my graphic com class in high school here. It's a picture of the see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil, done on a single frame of me. Isn't that the one I did of you? No, I, I did that similarly back in high school. Okay. The camera, because I was like, oh my God, I can take multiple pictures on a single frame. So cool. Yeah. And of course, it's the first thing I decided to do. And then Miss Kimmy thought it was great. And so she took it and kept it. And so I made a copy. Uh-huh. But yeah, I think that's about all of the... I'm not sure what else other artwork I have. There's stuff in my parents' house that I... When I drew on the wall in my room, that's still there. I took a pencil and I drew some weird-looking fish thing on my wall underneath my light switch in my room. And that is most definitely still there. So, I don't know if you can call that art. It's more graffiti, but hey. Whatever floats your boat. And Banky has got lots of graffiti that's considered art. So, hey, whatever. Yeah, all right. So, yeah, that's, that's, uh, yeah, all, that's I what really I got. Andy's got way more than I do, evidently. You have a sad childhood, then. It, most of it was spent on the computer. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Andy, go get food. This is episode 226, recorded live on Thursday, October 13th, 2011. And now the random topic. <laughs> random topic rolled ahead of time. Have you ever smoked? If so, when and where did you enjoy it? No, nowhere, and I can't say. Because you have not yet. I, I have not smoked. I've been with people who smoke, and I've had plenty <laughs> of secondhand smoke. <laughs> Oh, I mean, you go to Zap Zone, you can't avoid that. Especially when they sit right outside the front entrance. Really, guys? Right. Really, I can't even, like, walk out to my car. 
Nope. Although there's a new Zap Zone now. I actually got that message from uh, Aaron. No, Golly, Golly. on uh, my Xbox, oh, which cool. was really odd. I was like, I got a message from Golly. What? <laughs> and then all it, said is, all it said is, it's coming, dot, dot, dot. And then at the bottom it said, new Zap Zone. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a new Zap Zone out. I don't think I've gotten one of these wrong yet. Are you doing the math ones or the vocab? The math ones. Oh. And at this point, they're repeating. Well, because it's, it's pre-algebra math. Go to the vocab, start at level 30, tell me how far you get. But this is fun. <laughs> okay, then have fun in your little math world. I will. <laughs> have fun in Flatland. Sorry. Oh. That was a... Do you even remember Flatland? No, because I never Did read that. Did you ever that. read? You no, never I read didn't. Flatland. I knew about it, though, which is why I thought it was so ridiculous that... It's like a five-minute read. It is Sheldon. the shortest book I will... Sheldon takes trips to Flatland in his mind. Does he? I yeah. must that episode. Oh. Raj really wants a girlfriend or something like that, and okay. Sheldon doesn't want to go anywhere. He just wants to go to Flatland. Ah. But the the um, my answer is, um, yes, I have. If so, when and where. Um, I was of legal age just to put that to preference but I had not smoked at that time and I think my siblings wanted to teach me how to smoke just in case in case what? (laughs) well I was going off to college okay and so they're like I think they were trying to say it's like a good way of meeting people this that and the other thing or here's how you do it just in case you're interested Uh I I never had okay did I enjoy it? no because this was Thanksgiving or Christmas I can't remember which I think it was Thanksgiving we were outside it was cold and snowy I had to have my bare hands they didn't want to burn the glove so I'm out in the cold shivering trying to figure out how to do this it smells bad you're inhaling it I oh it was not enjoyable and now I've gone the completely other side, and now I'm running half marathons. So yes. smoking now would be <laughs> a very bad idea. Very bad. I mean, I, I'm, dry, I'm running in Detroit, so who knows how the air quality... Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Very funny. Motor City, come on. Motor, no, smog, no. exhaust car... No. no. No? Damn. Sorry. Actually, I'm not even sorry. Just no. <laughs> Just no. But I, I tried it once... And I said, no, thank you. I, I don't care if you do it, as long as you're off in your own spot and doing it, not right in front of you. Yeah. I think what also helped that was working at a bar when smoking was still legal in the state of Michigan in bars, because I was the one who had to clean out all the ashtrays uh-huh. as the night progressed and then at the end of the night. And I'm sorry, but having people with snuff and other people have smoked... And they think it's really funny to put that all in the ashtray with some beer. Oh. That shit is disgusting. Yeah, yeah. I even think it's even worse than, like, if somebody had put actual shit in that ashtray. I think that... Say that now. (laughs) Oh, shit. See, look what you made me do. I wasn't paying attention. What'd you do? I clicked on the wrong answer. Oh. I got one wrong. (gasps) Dave got a math question wrong. Yeah, so it's 10 grains of rice per answer? Correct answer. I just got 88 correct in a row. I got 200 correct in a row at doing vocab. Nice. Go do the math. Well, I'm sitting here discussing smoking. and he- Well, so am I. I'm having a conversation with you. I am listening to you talk about people mixing snuff and tobacco and, and cigarettes. In- well, snuff is tobacco, but all of that in an ashtray with beer. I am listening and paying attention. And I got 88 math questions in a row correct. Well, props to you, Mr. Robinson. You don't know that... Wait, props to you, Mr. Robinson? I don't know. That was a bad one. Yeah, no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think that's probably a good place to cut it then. 
Wait, we're ending lost his mind. We're ending. Oh, we can't end on that. That's just bad. I see, but I'm worried that it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get worse before it gets better. Right. Gotcha. So yeah. I, uh, okay. This is episode 227, recorded live on Saturday, October 22nd, 2011. So, random topic. Yes. Rolled ahead of time. Number six out of 18. Yes. But feel free to please send us more. Continue to send more. Continue to send more, please. Except for Hans. Hans is on a set schedule, so I don't want to deviate from his schedule. (laughs) Hans is on... Wait, what? He's got a set schedule of how much he will release to us each month. And he also keeps tabs. And there's also an idea of what he thinks are the best random topics that he's keeping track of. I'd love to actually see that list, Hans. I also need to get you that clip. But anyway, random topic. How many children are you going to have? It's an interesting idea. You first, Andy. Well, okay. I come from a family of four. There is a 10-year difference between me being the youngest and my brother being the oldest, just to preface what my thought process is going in. Okay. There was, as younger kids, there was always feuding between siblings a lot. But also there, as we have grown up, there almost seems to be a gang up against my parents. Mm -hmm. So as we had, it started out like feuding with each other and then kind of they molded together and then. Now you feud against the uh, (laughs) progenitors. Um, so I think four is too many. Okay. That's what I'm getting at. I came from a family of four and I think, well, I guess I came from a family of three and I think that number works out quite well. Actually, you are increasing the population of the United States Yeah. because two to three. So you added one. So, yep. So 150%. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, you can get a, a good variety. You can spread it all over a couple of years. There's a six and a half year difference between me as the youngest, and my brother as the oldest. God, three. I think three is a good number. I do have three to, is what I think I, I might shoot for. Two or three, certainly not more. I do have to do a full di- disclosure. Um, my parents originally wanted three. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Wait, well, what? I'm quite happy that that happened. So, um, I think I might actually go down one more to just two. That way, there is no. Oops. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Okay. I was just going to my train of thought, and your oops threw me off. And I was yeah. like, wait, what? Well, I mean, there still could be an oops. And in fact, the oops could be a double oops. Oh, God. That would be bad. Yep. <laughs> Congratulations. Four. It's, what? Yeah. But there's two of them. You could get a 50-50 split, which wouldn't be bad. Okay. Or you could just have one gender, which also wouldn't be that bad. Because mm-hmm. then if they were girls, I'd learn to uh, fire a shotgun. And any time a boy would come by, they'd be cleaning <laughs> it out on the kitchen table. <laughs> You know, so you're Andy, going out with it, my daughter, eh? It would be more effective to have, like, a shattered phone on the table <laughs> than a shotgun. Or the, the, a computer virus that you're like, okay, I need to see your phone first. If my daughter does not return back to me, I will activate this virus. That or uh, just having their Facebook page open. Yep. Oh, I see you're on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> my, wasn't that a great party you went to last weekend? <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> but yeah, I think I might go with two, because then they won't be able to outnumber you. You could keep them close together, mm-hmm. or you could have them up. I, I'm, I, 
So the, I guess the real important question is, what does Kate want? <laughs> that is a <laughs> yes. It doesn't really matter how many I want. I'm not the one who's going to have to carry them around for nine and a half months. Right. So I will gladly defer to my greater half, other I think half. That's a good choice. Yes. So does it matter how many chi- kids the guy want? No. So I have not tied the knot yet, so I can't say I can defer to my better half. Uh, my personal view is I, I think three is a good number. I could maybe settle for two. Number of the counting shall be three. Not five. Oh, God. <laughs> five is right out. Yeah. Right out. Not happening. Okay. So there we go. Yeah. And with that, I have to get going. Okay. Have fun All right. with whatever you're doing. Have a good week, everybody. This is episode 228, recorded live on Saturday, October 29th, 2011. So, random topic. <laughs> Rolled ahead of time. And this takes it full circle, which actually I had set up the intro and then this random topic came up. And so it was Just poetic. Is, go ahead, Andy. Why do you exercise? Huh. I know. I first saw this and I'm like, oh, uh, and then I started thinking, I'm like, wait. Uh, um, yeah. That's all right. So not why penult like as an ultimate thing of this is the reason why. What are some reasons you exercise, Andy? Because it doesn't say why specifically, mainly what is your primary reason? It's just why do you exercise? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not exactly sure. I just. You're not sure. <laughs> I just started running for some odd reason. It's like Forrest Gump. <laughs> You're just running to run? I, I don't do know. You, do you enjoy running? It, it's neat to try and beat your times. It's neat to go, hey, oh my God, I just ran a half marathon in two hours. And, I, you know, I'm fine enough to just drive myself home. The next day, I'm going to feel it, though. Oh, the next day, you always feel it. But it's like, what? why did I start doing that? I'm not exactly sure. I started working out because I was kind of sick and tired of not being able to lift things. Like, there wasn't much that I had to lift that I could couldn't. It's not that I, I was struggling to carry things, but I knew that I could be stronger. I knew that I could be fitter. And I know that later in life, exercise will be incredibly important and that it's far better to start now. In fact, it would have been better to start 10 years ago and continue that as opposed to waiting until it's absolutely necessary. It also has the side benefit of if you start now, the point where it becomes necessary gets moved further and further away. Well, I was just thinking of the fact that um watching like things like uh, Ninja Warrior and stuff. Mm-hmm. Where those, when you think of like exercising guys, you think of like the big meatheads with heads as thick as their neck or no, as thick as their head. That's what I think of when I think of muscle building. Yeah, yeah. but still, those guys on Amer- uh, Ninja Warrior. They're in great shape. They're in great shape. Right, but like, you know, I I don't know that I can even bench like 90 pounds. I have no I, idea what I can bench because um, I'm still struggling with curls of 20 pounds. That's not good. <laughs> I am six feet tall. I I weigh about 150 pounds. You're six should... feet tall. No, you're not. Andy, I'm taller than you. No, you're not. Yes, I am. Are you serious? I swear, if we shave off your Jufro, you're not as tall Andy, as I am. Andy, I'm six foot. I'm t- go ask Kate. Is she home? <laughs> yes, we need to finish up this recording. Okay, when we're done, go ask Kate, because I'm taller than you are, and I've put on weight. I'm up to like 150 now. <sighs> I'm at 145. Uh-huh. But I should be able to curl more than 20 pounds. 
continuously. I was athletic in high school up to a point. Mm-hmm. Hey, in high school, I was doing like six and a half, seven minute miles. My freshman year, when we had that two mile run, I finished it in 13 minutes. Nice. I've never been able to do that since, <laughs> ever. Yeah, I broke a nine minute mile once. I'm going to try it again this year, but we're going to see how well that goes. Yep. So I'm starting with the, the couch to 5K thing. And today when I was doing that, I managed to get up to uh, seven miles per hour for one of the bursts. Ah. By the way, we have a measuring tape. That's the sound you may hear. Are you actually measuring how tall you are? Yes. <laughs> we are okay, so what is what is seven miles per hour? To, that's under well, 10 minutes. Six mile. miles per hour is 10 minutes. Seven is... God, I can't do the math in my head. Then do it on a calculator. I don't have a calculator. I just have seven mile per hour pace. Two is 72 is six feet. So, so with our uh, tape measure, I came out to 71, which is 511. Oh, seven miles per hour is supposedly an 834 mile. So there you go. God, I should get on this couch to 5K then. Yeah, well, hey, that was... I should point out that was seven miles per hour for 60 seconds. Oh, well, I can do that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm talking about for like the for a higher thing. This yeah, was, for a whole 5K. That's not bad. Yeah, no, and that's... I mean, not only am I taller than you, Andy, but my legs are longer than yours by more than just the length that I'm taller. The ratio of chest to leg is different. I have long legs, so running like that is just like, okay, whatever. It's my heart that I need to work on. <laughs> my legs can handle that. Hey, my legs can do that all day. That's my why you just got to get yourself on a stationary bike. Or a treadmill. Or a treadmill. I was going to say stationary bikes are smaller. Yes, but the apartment complex has treadmills. Oh. And a stationary bike. There's like seven treadmills and a bike. <laughs> it seemed to be a little off there. Oh, I thought there was only one. <gasps> Laura's saying there may be two. Dave was wrong? Well, that's not surprising. It happens often. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, that's... So I'm exercising. I'd like to get in better shape than what I was. Um... And, you know, I had two or three years where I was doing nothing. So I have a long way to go. Well, if you are coming back, there is the Ann Arbor 5K on Thanksgiving morning. <laughs> I could walk it. Easy. Well, you could run, walk, run, walk. Yeah, I could actually probably walk it faster than most people are running it. Those speedwalker guys are crazy. Watch yeah. one of those guys pass you when you're running so, a half marathon going, oh, my God. So couch to 5K, the first week is alternate between 90 seconds of walking, 60 seconds of running. Yeah. And throughout the entire thing, I keep moving my speed up a little bit. So by the end, I'm actually walking as fast as I had started running. Ah. I was walking at about five miles an hour. That's actually about what I walk at. <laughs> yeah, that's a 12-minute mile. Yeah, I'm actually doing uh, incremental pace stuff right now where I'm doing a 150 BPM, which is about 11, 12-minute mile, and I'm trying to get up to 170, and then I'm going to do another one that starts at 165 or 175. Okay. But, yeah, why do I exercise that? Because it, it's healthy. Yeah. I mean, it, it's good to do. It does seem a little crazy. Crazy though, you know, getting up at six o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you're to- nuts. <laughs> Or, you know, leaving a wedding to drive three hours so you could... To go to a half marathon. Yeah. So there is some Do you, do you think that you do it to show off at all? Show off to who, though? I don't know. I'm not Although racing Although with photography, that's a lot easier. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm looking at the, the group that we're in where you are head of the leaderboard. Although Kat's making a good attempt at catching up to you. I know. Oh, I know. I'm sitting here with 2,000 points. All you gotta do is get on a bike for a little while. Yeah. So noticing the point stuff for doing all that, like, barbells and anything. They were like, okay, just go run for an hour. Yeah, photocracy really favors cardio over bodybuilding. Which you need a little bit of both, but still, yeah. it's a lot of cardio. But, you know what? I'm pretty pleased with how exercise is turning out because just the other day 
I was able to actually pick up Laura and carry her. Dead man carry her on the back? Uh, like in arms. Okay. Not over the back, but like bridal style, evidently. <laughs> yeah, I guess so, because that's how they always enter through the threshold. But yeah, yeah like just picked her up and carried. Hmm. Now, she is not big, no. but I have never been able to do this. She weighs roughly what I do, is what okay. she says. I will take her word for that. Do not argue with a woman I, about I'm her weight. I'm not going to question a woman's weight. No, no. Uh, Stay away from This is episode 229, recorded live on the 5th of November, 2011. All right. We have a topic we need to hit, Andy. Yes. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. What is the one thing that you would change about your webpage? John. Huh. Or not John. Jeremy. Jeremy. Yeah, I did it too. It's okay. Yeah. Jeremy, is there one thing that you would change about your webpage? Um, can can say have a worthwhile mobile version count? Because <laughs> we've been yes. meaning to do a mobile version forever. We just haven't gotten around to it. That counts. That's fine. Oh, yeah. There you go. That's what I would do. Andy? Um... I was thinking about this before I was working full-time again, but having a spot that you could actually post written articles on the page, but now having a full-time job, I, I kind of don't have time to write. Yeah, I'd actually thought about that, and that's why you you and I have the ability to actually post, but it's not quite what I wanted. Well, I'm always kind of, this is not just our webpage, but this is just all webpages in general, is the fact that everybody's got a widescreen laptop monitor. Well, okay, now we've got mobile screens, so this kind of goes back to it again, but everything is still built with that 4 by 3 look of the non-widescreen monitor. Yep. So there's lots of just empty real estate not well, getting used you, at all. Well, because you have to still take into account the people who don't. Yeah. And it really And now them, mobile screens are now basically more vertical than horizontal unless you turn them sideways. Right. So the vertical, is actually, the vertical layout of our site works well on mobile. I think. Well, that's, well, that's good. To, I, I don't know. I'll have to track it out on my phone, which is not here at the moment. Okay. Um, that and the episode title yeah. is slightly off-center. <laughs> So it's not either, it's not all the way to the left. It's kind of got like an indent, and it's not center. If you can make it center, that'd be great, because the play bar is center. Or you can make it all the way to the left, like the rest of the stuff that's all the way to the left. I might might be able to actually fix that for you, Andy. That and comments. Yeah, screw that. (laughs) Those are so long gone. Okay, then the forums. Those are also long gone. Do we even, why do I still have the forums button up there? I don't know. That should be, like, blasted to nothing. So yeah, that's the one thing, uh, I don't know. So that's, those, those are the things you would change. Yes. The one Dave, thing about you would you? change is kind of the layout-ish. Yes. Okay. Dave, Yeah. what would you pick? Oh, the, the one thing about my site that I'd change? Yes. The number of people that go to it. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Oh, come on. You knew that was coming. You had to find a loophole, didn't you? Absolutely. I think that's a fantastic one. No, I, I like the idea. In fact, many of the things you said were things that I had already had ideas for, and I, I work full-time now. It's very hard to find the time to go in and figure out how I wrote this code to begin with. Because I we wrote this back in two thousand well, I wrote this back in two thousand eight. Okay. We've had this website for three years. Okay. I don't remember most of the code at this point. Okay. How much time are you spending on WoW? A lot. Just pointing out, you're spending out time on yeah, WoW. I, I know. Okay. I know. Uh there's the make new <laughs> link to publish control. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fine. Okay. Render that. I actually I'm going and editing the site right now and trying to figure out how I can get that thing centered. Alright. So while Dave's doing that, I'm gonna wrap up this episode. Go for it. All right, Jeremy, we always let our guests, um, before they go, plug anything that you would like to plug. This time is yours. Fabulous. Well, um, as mentioned, we are Handelabra, so you can find out about all we do at Handelabra.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Handelabra. Uh, and the main thing that's coming up before Christmas is Uncle Slam, which you can find at UncleSlam.com, and you can also follow Uncle Slam himself at Uncle Slam. Okay. Well, 
Jeremy, thank you very much for uh, spending a Saturday afternoon with us. Thanks for having me, guys. And, and that's it. All right. Yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Thanks a lot. This is episode 230, recorded live on Saturday, November 12, 2011. So, random topic. I didn't actually Uh-oh. tell Dave what the random topic was. Oh, shit. That's right. We have one of those. <laughs> random topic, rolled ahead of time. Is video game a positive end hobby? I was discussing this, actually, because my boss, um, she is currently in the middle of Dead Space. Can't wait for GTA to come out. Mm-hmm. And we were discussing this when the GTA trailer came out and somebody else came into the office because people do that. It's the HR office. People need things. And they said, why are you guys wasting your time with video games? And why don't you do something more productive? So it's kind of a video game, a positive end hobby. And he was bringing up things like knitting and woodworking. And I brought up automotive restoration. So video games, I mean... Something where you have a tangible object when you're done that you can use for something else. Well, but by that definition, by that logic, reading is not a good hobby. Oh, because there's something not actually physical that you can touch afterwards? Well, you you are you basically what you're asking is, you know, do you have a production hobby? Because we are going through a process with video games. You are starting out. No, 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 no. There, there's a production with knitting, with woodworking, with any of that. You are producing a product. You are creating something. You are ending with something. Yes. You don't do that with books. You could do it with writing, but you don't do that with a book. You don't do that with music. Unless you're writing music. Again, but that's you could be a musician but if your hobby is listening to music consuming music I don't know I'd like to hear what that person would have to say to the question of is reading a viable hobby or do you consider that to be a waste as well I don't know because it seems like yes with video games you're actually doing something positive but well you're building a a highly specialized skill set (laughs) certainly although you know that skill set can be applied to other things that are creative and productive just as reading you are you're expanding your vocabulary you're having critical thinking you are seeing new things i don't know i've felt kind of a little annoyed at this guy when he was bringing this up yeah well go back to him and say hey by the way you know with regards to our conversation the other day <laughs> but I what about read office that much so i would have to call him up to the office and it seemed weird to call somebody up to the office just to berate them yeah <laughs> i do that actually enough when they miss their punches because everything For is based HR. on a scheduling system and so when you don't have your swipes in and yeah. swipes out it's screws everything up. Yeah, but like, I mean, so this guy's never sat around, quote-unquote, the water cooler and talked about something? Well, there really isn't a water cooler. That's why I put it in quotes. Or does he talk about, like, oh, I built this and I did that. You know, sounded like a jackass because of it. I don't know. I I think that I I would disagree with his statement. That it's not a good thing to do. Yeah, I I was curious to see what your thoughts were on the issue, which is why... Yeah, why you didn't tell me. Uh, But yeah, I'd come back with the question about the book. That's how I'd respond to it. But then, granted, you have gained something from reading the book. What? Knowledge. I know knowledge is not something physical. What knowledge, Andy? What knowledge did you gain from reading a book about Napoleonic Wars with dragons? Um, there's some discussion about Napoleonic era uh, culture. Okay. Because this guy is from the Navy, which is a very I structured environment. I more about Napoleonic Wars from playing Total War Napoleon. Yes, there could be some education and things. Like, I learned about different historical groups from playing Civ. Mm-hmm. Educational, no, I mean, just from the, the units and how they're going to act and you and how you use them with each other. These games are designed by people who are very knowledgeable. But then you have other games like Halo. Yes. Which, granted, if you're playing as a team, you can think about some team-based tactics mm-hmm. to use, especially in Halo Reach. Yep, or in any of the modern battle simulations. Yeah. I like how I work with titles. Yeah. And- <laughs> 
took me a second, but now I get it. I was like, what? But yeah, so that's that was our random okay. topic. It wasn't... It, well, I mean, it's certainly something to discuss, and it's certainly something to bring up with, but I, I need to talk to someone who has a firm stance on it. And I, I can't, I can't really have play this discussion with you, Andy. Because I know I, I'm not that good of a devil's advocate. advocate. Not on this one. No. And you don't know what responses this guy would come up with. No, I don't. So uh, it, it's certainly an interesting thing to think about. But currently, if it were an argument between you and me, I think I just kicked your ass. But that's because you don't want to win this one. <laughs> I feel like Riker during the trial of Data. Oh, right, where Riker has to prove that because Data's an android, he isn't a person. Yep. Yeah, that was a good episode. That was a good episode. I'm glad you finally took that one. You're like, what? Well, I had to think. There were seven seasons, and Riker appeared in other Star Treks. True. Seven seasons I had to think through. I'd be like, what, what the fuck is he talking Riker on trial. No, no. Was Data was on trial. Right. Well, no, it wasn't even Data on trial. It was a, a legal proceeding about whether or not Data was uh, his own person. What are you typing? Notes to myself. Okay. So I think we should wrap this up. Okay. Uh, wrap up? Cool. <laughs> Done. We wrapped it up. This is episode 231. Recorded live on Saturday, November 19th, 2011. Random topic. <laughs> One from June of 2010, which I think is actually before, because I think that's when I lost the uh, random topic list. Okay. But Azerbaijan. God, Azerbaijan. I think this is, this is why it was put on the list, is because I cannot pronounce this freaking country. Azerbaijan? Yes. Az. Az. Az, like Oz? Wizard of Oz. Okay. We're off Oz? to see the wizard. The one for Wizard of Azerbaijan. Oz. There you go. Okay. Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan. By, by golly, I can't get this freaking... Uh. So okay, what is so this place? put this on the list, put on more things Andy can't pronounce. This is good. I like this. Well, what, didn't somebody suggest at some point that our... Uh, Especially milk. Yes. Milk. I've been running with that as our unofficial slogan. Especially milk. <laughs> So Azerbaijan, especially milk in Azerbaijan. Why is our random topic Azer? Like, what? What about it? They want us to talk about. I'm not I've exactly sure. Other there. than other I don't than plan on being there, making me not be able to pronounce this. Andy can't say it. <laughs> I know it's Eastern Europe, over by like Russia and Turkey. Yeah, like Middle East. Is it northern? Is it more north of the Middle East? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's like north of Iraq and Iran. Mm. Yeah, I don't know what to say. Other, other than saying I cannot say its name. The country who will not be named by me. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, a country. I, I, what am I supposed to say to this one? <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at a picture of it. I'm trying to decide what it looks like. I'm also trying to recognize if it really has a second little plot of land not connected to the main country. Uh, it looks like it is. Yeah. So you could leave the country and keep going straight and then enter back into the country. How does that work? I, I believe you would need a visa then to go visit your relative because you're traveling through another country. What country is between them? I don't know. That's like that little... Uh... Turkey. This is an area of the world where my knowledge is a bit more limited than it should be. I remember there's a state like that as well where, um, well, it's like Maryland, where part of Maryland you kind of have to go through another state to get to because, or is it Delaware? Or It's not non-contiguous. Well, there's a state where that's actually like you, you have to leave the state and come around from another side in order to access the city. Like literally have to completely leave the state? You can't yes. just take a very long, circu circuitous route and go around it? 
Yeah, you have to leave the state in order to go back into the state. I forgot which state it was, though, but it was on the how the states got their shapes, which is a great series. Take your word for it. All right. There's Greece. There's Syria. Azerbaijan. Armenia. Ah. You have to go through Armenia. Or you could take a circuitous route and go through uh, uh, Iran, I think. Sure. Yeah, Iran. Or you could take a really long way around and go through Georgia. That's a long way going through Georgia. Other Georgia. I know. Okay. But still. It would still be a very long trip. Yeah. Or you could go through Armenia. Which all of those I just see as basically Yugoslavia. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, what's over there? Uh, Andy? Eastern European countries? Andy? Yugoslavia? Andy? Soviet Russia? Andy? Yeah? That's not Yugoslavia. I know, but in my head, when okay. you talk about most of those countries, I think right. of the... But Yugoslavia was the area above Greece, just east of Italy. Oh. Well, I still picture the people in babushkas and the... Yugoslavia. ...donkey carts and those little tiny Russian Yugos. It, it's further away from Yugoslavia than I am from you. Ah. It's roughly the distance between Detroit and Mount Rushmore. I'm just saying I'm a horrible, horrible person. And you, I, yes, you are. Wow, Andy, just, just wow. Well done. You are on top of it today. Oh, yeah, I'm just pissing off everybody. Well done, sir. I should probably stop this before I piss off somebody else. Yes, yes, you should. By the way, interesting fact. Part of Michigan is in central time zone. I know, UP. I didn't know that. <laughs> Call yourself a Michigander. No, I'm a troll. I live under the bridge. Still live in Michigan. You should know these things. Actually, I don't anymore. True. You're a whiskey. Uh, What? You're a cheesehead. I am not. You're a badger boy. Absolutely not. I bleed maize and blue. And sometimes green and white. And a little bit of more blue and gray. Blue and gray? Lions. What? Lions is blue and gray. I know, but when have you ever been a Lions fan? My whole life, thank you very much. Well, you've been very in the closet about that. I've always rooted for the Lions, especially when they play the Packers. Of course, at any other time, I root for the Packers, but I always root for the Lions when they play the Packers. You going to do your touchdown dance with the belt? No. No? I'm doing it right now. Okay. Stupidest touchdown dance ever. Yes. Title belt. Yes, it is. All right, are we going to stop this before I insult, you know, somebody who could actually physically hurt me? Uh, I'm actually trying to keep it going just for that express purpose, but I guess we can stop. No, we're stopping now. All right, bye, everyone. This is episode 232, recorded live on Saturday, November 26th, 2011. All right, random topic? Yes. Rolled ahead of time. Would you join Mensa... If you could. Is there a downside to joining Mensa? Like, are there dues? Um, I think there, there's got to be dues for joining Mensa. I, I, if there are no dues, I don't see a downside to joining Mensa. The nitty-gritty of joining Mensa. America's Mensa's dues are $52 a year. It's not much. It's a dollar a week. And you could say, yeah. A cup of coffee. I'm, I belong to Mensa. Granted, from what I've read about other Mensa get-togethers, mm-hmm. people be crazy. Yeah. Well, especially people who think that they're smarter than everyone else. Yeah. Right. Like, not there everyone. are stickers you have to put on your name tag whether or not you actually want to be touched by other people. The hell? Because some people would want to say, hey, welcome, and give you a hug. But yeah. there are like, stickers you want to put on your name tag to it, say, please that, don't like hug me. Like Asperger's. And I guess so. are so prevalent through this I crowd. would steal a bunch of those stickers and wear them around all the time. 
<laughs> well, no, it's yeah. like different color codes on the. Oh, the, then that's not as fun. Yeah. The convention badge. And of course, everyone's expected to know all the colors. <laughs> but I, I mean, if if it's it, it seems it's weird like, to ask if given the opportunity because. The opportunity is you mail them for a test, you take the test, you get the results. No, no, you have to go in person and take the test. Okay, you go in timed. person and take the test, you get the results, and hey, you're eligible? But would you participate? I like, don't know that I would. Yeah. Like, what are the benefits of being in Mensa besides getting to go around and say, I'm in Mensa? Conferences. That's about all I can think of. I've- I have TED. <laughs> There's what? a TED in Wisconsin? The TED conferences. There are TED conferences oh. everywhere. I know, but are, would you really call TED Ann Arbor part of TED? Yes. I know by name and by connection it is TED, but... It's, it Does it end up on the TED website? <laughs> yes. Ads are probably on the TED website. Does that count as TED? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what's... What is the TED acronym? I don't remember. Think Engineering and Design, I think, or something like that. It's a conference, in case you don't know, it's a conference for uh, people to just have like 10 minutes and get up and give some presentation on something. Sorry, Technology, Entertainment, and Design. Okay. Entertainment, really? Yeah. Cool. There have been some interesting TEDs. (laughs) Certainly. But, but still, if you're not going to the one in Monterey, California, it's not really like going to TED. I disagree. It's like, oh, I went to TED. Oh, if, you went all the way out to California. No, I went to the TED same, in Ann Arbor. Well, if it's the same organization with the same requirements. I still don't see it as... It looks like a duck. It quacks like a duck. But still, if you're on like... And it cooks like a turkey. Okay. TED grants licenses to third parties to hold free TEDx conferences in cities around the world. So that would be like TED TED Paris, TED Ann Arbor, TED Dallas, that sort of thing. These one-time only licenses are free, but franchises must be approved by TED and agree to adhere to a strict set of rules, including format, duration, limiting the number of invited guests to 100 people, and agreeing that half-day events show a minimum of two official pre-recorded TED Talks and that all-day events, at least 25% of the total number of talks must be official pre-recorded TED Talks. Okay. So it's TED. Yeah, but you'd have to go there and watch TED. Is he refuting my point? I tuned out. Okay. (laughs) Not gonna lie. That's fine. (laughs) That was really boring. Anyway... I think that's probably a good place to wrap that up. I'm sorry, but Ted and Arbor is not dead. It's Ted. It's not Ted. No, not, no. Andy's just upset because he wasn't invited to speak at Ted and Arbor. Why would, what would I talk about at Ted? What would you talk about? Uh You said Ted. Because I didn't want to say Ted and Arbor because that's just. Well, but Andy, it's it's not technically Ted X and Arbor. They found a loophole. Doo, doo, doo. Sorry, there's a cheer that I have in my head every time they find a loophole. Really? Yeah. Okay. It's you, random topics, loophole. Boom. It's my shtick. <laughs> okay. I'm thinking we're done now. I think so. Okay. Bye, everyone. This is episode 233, recorded live on Saturday, December 3rd, 2011. All right. Random topic. Yes. What practical skills have you learned from video games that you would apply if you were randomly dropped into a war zone? 
crying and hiding. There's Not no the crying in baseball. That's kind of counterproductive. Yeah, cover. Yeah. Cover is king. See, here's the thing. I don't play a lot of the war games. Okay. Um, so dropping me in the middle of a battlefield would not be helpful. Now, if you drop me in, like, the command center, man, I could I could do amazing shit. Oh, my God. You guys got a hex map. I know this. I know. Yeah. This is hex. I know this. <laughs> You move here, you move here, and you go way the fuck around. What do you mean you don't have the fuel to go with? Go way the fuck around. I don't care if you can't make it back. All right, when's the next turn start? You're a unit. You're expendable. <laughs> How do we produce more? Oh. All right, you so start mining. Works, right? So every, like, 20 bucks, I should get a guy to pop out of it? <laughs> what do you mean that's not how it works? <laughs> So oh, what I'm what, hearing is real-time like strategy does not work for actual war. <laughs> Limited number of guys, huh? And they need to be fed? Wait, you, you mean I have to reload? Shit. <laughs> I have to carry ammo? <laughs> you mean I can't carry an AK-47, a rocket launcher, grenade launcher, <laughs> three types of saw weapons? <laughs> Crowbar. You mean I can't carry all of that at once? Um, so yeah, in the middle of a battlefield, cover. Yes. Lots of cover. Not next to exploding red barrels. No. Which is the one problem with video games is they let you sit behind lots of things that you probably shouldn't normally be sit behind. Sit behind. Like, oh, I'll just hide behind these computer screens. I'll hide behind this wooden box. Yeah. That will stop the bullets. Right. That's a good idea. Even hiding behind a car is actually not that great. Well, because the doors are so thin. Yeah. And there's nothing between them. Nope. Now, hiding behind the engine block. Yes. That would work. Hiding behind... Actually, the best idea is to hide behind one of the wheels. Really? Well, you've got all of the one wheel on one side, including the brake rotors and everything inside of it, including all the suspension. You have the axle. You have the differential. You have the other axle, brake rotors, suspension, and hubcap. You know, I'd only go with the front wheels. Okay, front... It seems there'd be there wouldn't be enough between them. Okay, so front wheels, yes. Then the back wheels. But, but compared yeah. to you know hiding behind the middle of the car, go for one yeah. of the go for the front wheels if you can. So back wheels wait, is what secondary. What about all those scenes where people hide behind the doors, like in movies? You can pierce through a door like nobody's business. Okay, unless it's actually designed to withstand a bullet. Yes, like cop cars. Most of them, yes. Pretty sure Crown Vics are designed to stop bullets. Okay, so what I need you to do is go buy a Crown Vic and then we'll shoot guns at it. So I need you to buy some guns as well <laughs> i don't have a license you need to buy a cop cars and some guns maybe if i get really lucky there will already be guns in the cop car <laughs> jackpot what do you mean this cop car doesn't automatically come with a shotgun <laughs> what do you mean i can't just break into the cops network i'm in a cop car <laughs> bad there's our new segment dandy bad lessons learned from video games <laughs> Oh, speaking of future segments. Oh, wanna, crap. What? No, 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 go ahead. You said, oh, crap, for a reason, and I'm very curious what the oh, crap was for. That we're designing a future segment. Well, we had discussed this earlier. I know. I, I'm joking, Andy. Okay. Go ahead. Um, for all of our listeners, we are had talked about a geek bucket list, list, and so... The list of things to do as a geek before you die. Yes, the thing that every geek should try and do. Or do not. There is no try. Sorry. That, that's Star Wars. Yeah. I know this. Ah! Bad Andy. Good pizza. Fuck. That's 1990s commercials. I know this. 
Um, but we're looking for suggestions. We're going to try and get some famous people suggestions. But we're also just looking for the average gamer. Suggestion. <laughs> yeah, we're looking for any suggestions at this moment. So if you have a suggestion, just try and boil it down to one, maybe two. But just try and boil it down to one. And shoot us an email. Mail, M-A-I-L, at RAPodcast.net. Send us a tweet, at RAPodcast. But we're looking for stuff there so we can start compiling a list that we will go over for the next year and try and get up this stuff all down. Yes. So I think on that note, we should uh, break out the Christmas music because it's December. Yes, it is. The one-ups. Yep. Awesome. All right. Have a good week, everyone. This is episode 234, recorded live on December 10th, 2011. Okay, moving on to random topic. Mm-hmm. Rolled ahead of time. What is your favorite Orson Scott card book? And let me say right now, hand on heart, I have no idea who the hell this person is. The fuck? No idea. Ender's Game. What's that? Who sent this one in? <laughs> I don't know. You you don't know Ender's Game? No, I don't know Ender's Game. <laughs> Andy. Well, let's see. Ender's Game. Yeah, yeah, Orson Scott Card. Let's see if there's anything else that I know from him. Uh, no. List of works no. by Orson Scott Card. Ender Saga. No. Shadow Saga. No. Alvin Maker. No. Homecoming. No. Women of Genesis. No. Past Watch. No. 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 Other works. Let's see. Da, da, da. Uh, nope. Plays. Nope. Don't even bother. So my Orson Scott card favorite, I think, would probably be the the Empire book, which was the he wrote two books, Empire and Hidden Empire, and then he also wrote uh, Shadow something that goes between them, which was the game on Xbox Live. Huh. I don't remember Shadow Complex. That's what it was, uh, and that takes place kind of between the two books. Um, Andy, you, damn it! Really? Never yeah. read Ender's Game? Nope. Fantastic sci-fi book. Okay, take every other book that I've told you to read. Shove them down the list by one and put Ender's Game at the top. You don't remember any of the other books I've told you to read? Nope. Okay. I do have to say, though, I have interacted with some of his works before because Orson Scott Card wrote the insults for the insult sword fighting section on The Secret of Monkey Island. Okay. That is my only interaction with all of his works is that I played Secret of Monkey Island and I enjoyed the insulting during the sword fights. I'm tempted to order you Ender's Game and have it shipped to your place. <laughs> uh, I'm actually reading another book, which I can review. We'll review next time. Okay. At the moment, I'm reading it. It's an okay book. I'll okay. let you know about it. Well, but then, yeah, I have not time. read anything by Scott Card. A- anything. I mean, the, the guy, the actual author, is a bit of an ass. And I totally disagree with almost every stance he has. Well, yeah, because he works with, the, according to Wikipedia, the Church of Latter-day Saints. Well, that just means he's Mormon. He's also, mean, so, does, so is Mitt Romney. But Yeah, but he's also a political commentator on many issues, including the opposition of the legalization of same-sex marriage. And abortion. Yeah, and, and all this many stuff that the Mormons do not like. Yeah, and he's very outspoken about it, too. That's the time that's, you got to teach people, especially this, this is also true with sports stars, you know, like Tiger Woods is when that Tiger Woods scandal first came out. It's mm-hmm. how do you separate the story of Tiger Woods, the athlete versus Tiger Woods, the, the person, the person, right? And it's you, like, you have to do that with this too, is that like his books are amazing. His personal, like him as a person, not so much. Yeah. It's like Lance Armstrong, seven time Tour de France winner. That's amazing. Lance Armstrong as a person, bit of an ass, bit of an ass. I mean, for goodness sakes, he broke up with what, two different wives and Cheryl Crow and oh, as a person he's kind of an ass 
Yep. Those Livestrong bracelets, not his idea. Oh, I'm sure not. No, those was actually a Nike marketing idea. Yeah, which probably got someone one hell of a bonus. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I have not read any of his stuff. <sighs> you remember we were talking about that bucket list yeah. for nerds? Yeah. This would be very close to the top. All right, so here's the question for you. At least on my initial draft. If you had to, if you had only one more book to read, Dune or Ender's Game? Well, Dune is longer. I'd be tempted to take that just because it's longer, and it would take me longer to get through it multiple times. Ender's Game was really good, though. I, again, why do you hand me loopholes on silver platters, Andy? This one's not even a loophole. This is just the fact I almost have the basics of Ender's Game pretty well memorized. I know the story pretty well, so I'd have to choose Dune. You know, I'm also thinking about this. Like, okay, the number of sci-fi books that I've read that's not Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and not Star Wars related. Hitchhiker's Guide does not count as sci-fi, but go on. Oh, come on. No. How is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy not sci-fi? How is it sci-fi? Where is there any sort of science? There's aliens. There's restaurants, time-traveling restaurants. No, but, well, I guess it does travel in a very, very small loop of time. No, 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 no. Oh, you not gotta sci-fi. Be- <sighs> you have got to be kidding it's me on that fiction, one. fiction, it's not sci-fi. Comedic fiction, it's not sci-fi. Has android robots that... It's space-themed. It's not sci-fi. That seems so wrong to hear that. Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy is not sci-fi. What? It's not. Look into your heart, and You know it to be true. I know that it involves space, there are aliens, there are robots, time traveling, yada, yada, yada. It's not sci-fi. It is so sci-fi. No. Yes. No. Yes. But I, my sci-fi books... Yeah. I'm trying to think of what book I've read that's not Star Wars related. Asimov? Okay, I read iRobot. That's it. The movie or the actual book? The actual book. Okay, the short stories. Yeah. <laughs> I had to go see the movie, though, just because... Everyone saw the movie. Yeah. It wasn't that bad a movie. No. It just wasn't the book. No. Mm, yeah, I don't know what books I've read that are sci-fi related. Oh, Andy, 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 Andy. Yeah, you haven't seen Miss Meet the Robinsons. Nope. Which involves time travel. Okay. And dinosaurs. Good for it. Yeah, you tell me, oh, you need to read this. I tell you, you need to see this movie. And then you go, okay, whatever. Uh, I've already agreed to watch it, Andy. What do you want? <laughs> Are you actually going to watch it? Yes. Okay. I agree. You said, David, I'll do this if you don't have something. You know what? Fine. I will watch it. It's on Netflix. I'll watch it. Okay. That's all I've got. So there. <laughs> when are you going to read Orson Scott Carr? <laughs> I've got other books that I need when to read. When are you going to read Ready Player One? <laughs> there are other books I need to read. <laughs> when are you going to play Terraria with me? I've got Batman. <laughs> I at least give you these things to do that are multiple. I've given you options. And I choose to do other things. I am also, a free person. I watched uh, 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 Aristocrats when you gave that to me. <laughs> Can't believe you actually did that. So the way I see it, I'm actually one up. Yeah, you probably are. So there. Fine. You can go with that. All right. Thank you for listening, everyone. Yeah, go to your trivia thingy. Yay, trivia. This is episode 235, recorded live on Saturday, December 17th. 2011. So, random topic. Yes. I have a friend contemplating moving back in with his parents. This is not my friend. I don't know whose friend this is. But not your friend. No, not my friend or your friend. Yeah. It might be a friend of a friend because somebody sent it to us. So technically we have a friend of a friend. It could be our friend, in fact. True, because that whole recursive circle could be a friend. But anyways, going on. Yes. This person is contemplating moving back in with his parents due to financial constraints. 
Do we have any advice? Set ground rules? <sighs> I mean, it's I, difficult, but you there are certainly times nowadays where you can't avoid that. I do have to say, I did move back into with my parents due to financial constraints back in college. Yeah. Because um, I didn't understand exactly how much my parents actually should have been paying for room and board and all that. Because my stuff was paid for, and so the financial aid money that I was supposed to be getting towards room and board, I never actually really got towards room oh, and no. board. That's yeah. not cool. Yeah, there was some confusion that nobody actually ever explained to me. Yeah. But um, I was living with my brother, paying rent and all that, and moved back with my parents, and I never would do that ever, ever, ever again. No. I so, went to go see a doctor. Because I thought I was getting an ulcer. And it was just stress? Yeah. Yeah, not surprised. I couldn't really eat anything in the morning because my stomach was always upset and it was, oh. So, there, yes, I understand that, yeah. But there are times where it, it needs to happen. It needs to happen, but I So, would, granted that it's going to happen, what advice do you have? Uh, I'd say you have to set limits. Yes. You have to get your parents in, especially if this is you moving back. They have to understand that it's not the same as when you used to live there. Oh, you still have to tell my parents that. (laughs) You're not 13 anymore. Your parents, you tell them. (laughs) I've tried. Oh, believe me, I've tried. Yeah, that, that you're not a teenager assuming you're not a teenager, um, that you you are an adult, that you should be treated as such. Now, granted, if they're not charging you rent, mm. if they're not charging you rent, I would say... Here's my advice. Ready? Okay. Get out as quickly as you can. That's my advice. Yeah. Comments? Like I said, I, I would never... I would try with anything within my power. Living... With my parents is the yeah, but your parents are are not the rule. I know, but just so with, let's with me though. It it is the one step before living on the street. That's that's where it would be for living with my parents. Yeah, but if you had any choice, you, yes. you would not. But I would say, um, act like you're still paying rent because yeah, trying trying to get some sort of a savings account or. Yes. Put money Absolutely away. Put the money away as if either, you were paying rent. As either towards a savings account of some kind, or if you're trying to pay off like credit card debt, is that if that's what your financial issue is? As much as you can afford to put yeah. away, get your debt down and put away as much as you can, so that you can get out of there as quickly as you can. It's nice. It's safe. You know, there will though most of the time we'll have a spot for you. Yep. There are some and parents that I know that I just said, okay, that's it. You're done. You're out. Don't don't fall into the kind of my mommy will take care of me trap that exists. Yeah. It's, I'm thinking of just Matthew McConaughey in uh, Failure, Failure to Launch. It's about Matthew McConaughey living at home with his parents, one of whom is Kathy Bates, which I don't know if I could stand living with Kathy Bates. Oh, I don't have you seen Primary Colors? No. Oh. I haven't seen Meet the Robinsons yet, either. Crap. I meant to do that. Oh. What was the other movie that she was in that she played? Um, she she broke the author's, like, feet. The one Stephen King thing? I think so. Like, I'm your biggest fan? Yeah, and it's like a car accident, so he's in bed, and she wants him to stay there, so she, like, breaks his legs. Yeah, that's a Stephen King thing. Oh. I don't remember what it's called, but I know it's Stephen King. Oh, okay. I know that Good Eats made fun of it. (laughs) 
But yeah, you don't get comfortable. It's a last ditch effort. Get in there, do what you need to do and to get, get out. out of there as fast and as I mean, possible. Your, your parents should support you. Yes. But they're they're going to very quickly fall back to your helpless infant and need to be protected and sheltered and taken care of. Yes. Plus if you're single taking girls back to or, yeah, that's or if you're a girl that taking guys, taking these significant others back not to not a no. good situation. <laughs> no. That's just uh, at the same time, respect your parents. They yes. are providing you shelter. They are providing you food. They're giving you a place to live. So don't take advantage of it either. But get out as quickly as you yeah. can. It's a very delicate, delicate situation. <laughs> There's many ways it could go bad, but hopefully it doesn't. Yep. Okay. And with that... I'm now going to drive in the snow. Have a fun time. Oh, come on. I-94 should be cleared off by now. Yeah, most of the sidewalk actually seems to be melted, so yep. that's good. Okay, All right. have a good day. See ya. Have a good week, everyone. Bye-bye. This is episode 236, recorded live on Christmas Eve Eve, Friday, December 23rd, 2011. Uh, random topic? Yes. Real quick, before we go? Yes. It's going to be a fast one. I can already tell. <laughs> it, I thought it was kind of funny. Let me point out that the random topic is the DH in baseball, pro or con. Dave went, what's that? Yeah. Like, I, I don't know the acronym. I know what it is now because you, you told me what the acronym was. It's the, the designated hitter. Yes. Which it's, is the one guy on the team that, like, you can sub in, I, right? No, no. So oh, he's just Amer- on the list. The American League has the designated hitter. The National League does not. So half of Major League Baseball has to play by this rule, which is this guy bats for you instead of having your pitcher bat for you. So you have a 12-man team. Yes. No. No, it's 9, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Yeah, you have 10 instead of the normal I I was thinking of football for a sec. (laughs) The 11th man? 12th man? (laughs) So you have a 10-man team instead of a 9-man team. Yes. And the pitcher doesn't bat. Yes. The pitcher, the pitcher just pitches and the batter bats. So why is it the designated hitter and not the designated pitcher? Because the pitcher is the pitcher. But this well, guy... But maybe this is just the, the... I don't think of them as, as uh, defense. I think of these as my, my hitters. The entire team is hitters. They just play other parts too. Except for this one guy, he doesn't hit. He only pitches. Yeah, because he's the pitcher. Yes, so he's my need- designated pitcher. Okay, so then what do you call the guy who just hits? He's just a guy on the team. <laughs> so the guy on your team who just pitches is, is called the designated pitcher, but the guy who just hits on your team is not called the designated hitter? Right, because everyone hits. <laughs> Except the pitcher. He's the one who doesn't hit. He should be the designated non-hitter. <laughs> Goodness. So, people are, you're more than welcome to submit more baseball random topics if you really want to. Let's just put the designated hitter as a mod of baseball. Are you pro <laughs> or con modding? Uh, ooh. I am pro modding on an independent circuit, but if you're going to play in like a, a tournament, then everyone needs to agree to the rules, and so mods are no. Which is kind of funny because when there's interleague play, which is happens a couple, I think it's only two weeks out of the baseball season, mm-hmm. um, the home team is the rules you have to play by. Is that true in the World Series as well? Yes. Okay. The home team for the World Series, that's how you... Uh, so then why... Which one doesn't have it? The American League? The National League does not. Okay, so why don't they? I, I don't know. That's... 
Then, like, wouldn't it make sense then to even for those three weeks or however long it is that they have that ready? Like, oh, we get to play with an extra guy. Why not? It's it's the way it's been. Doesn't mean that's the way it should be. See, Windows was is officially adopted in 1973. So, 30 years now, almost 40 years now of the designated hitter. Yep. I don't know. It still doesn't make sense. It's anyways. I think, Andy, it's time that we uh, wrap this up. Because <laughs> you don't want to talk any more baseball? Uh, no. Inside baseball. <laughs> Literally inside baseball. <laughs> no. Okay, we're done. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.